Today, it's all about expanding the taste palette and nutrition for a child. We're with child and family development specialist, Rachel Quaz. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for joining us on the light breakfast yet again. So if uh, for some of you who haven't, don't know who Rachel is, she's a mom. She's also a child and family development specialist. And if you follow her on Instagram, you can see a lot of yummy food being cooked this MCO period. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited. Um, Well, I see, yeah, I see that you're cooking up a storm this MCO period. Um, (laughs) Do you? Not by choice. (laughs) But do you normally cook every day for your family? Uh, So it's a mix. On a a regular basis, usually I'll make, most of the time I make dinners. Mm. Um, but not every day, like maybe four times, five times a week, but that's you know, quite a lot of days. That's quite a lot, yeah. yeah? <laughs> um, it's my way of dealing with the mom guilt. So I, I will come home and make dinner. Um, I mean, if I'm really being honest, that's, that's my way of like loving them back. Um, they enjoy it. So I try to make dinner four times a week. But, but you now it's yeah. every single meal. meal. Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, dinners for the past Breakfast, month. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, supper. <laughs> it's never ending. <laughs> Do you think that you will still be cooking as much after this MCO ends? Or it's like, let's just eat out for now. <laughs> oh, like uh, my husband and I have an agreement. Like as soon as this MCO is over, like uh, the kitchen is closed for like... <laughs> A while. <laughs> so you, you, you're not enjoying it at all? No, I love it. But it's, it's very intense because if you're not cooking, you're cleaning. If you're not cleaning, you're cooking. If you're not cooking, you're prepping. If you're not prepping, you're cleaning. Um, and in between that, I still have to work. So um, I would say it's, it's a mix. We try to have fun with it, but it's still, it's still work. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, but it makes you pass yeah, us, you, you know, it makes, it lets you pass the day at a much faster rate, doesn't it? Yes, like, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, and honestly, we've had a lot of fun with it. Um, so we've recreated some random recipes and just. I, I, <laughs> I Wait, what do you different. mean created some random like, like let's see what's in the pantry and let us come up with yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like let's see what's in the pantry. What happens if I put this together? I don't have this ingredient. Maybe I can substitute it for this. Um, uh, how ambitious do I feel right now? If I feel very, like, you know, like, how, it's not so much how ambitious do I feel. It's more like how big is my craving right now? <laughs> um, and so just re- trying to recreate um, recipes. And it's been really weird because like we've suddenly craved for stuff that we usually don't really crave for, but it's okay. just maybe like, because you can't have it, so you want it. Okay. <laughs> so where do you normally get your recipes from? Like, or do you mostly just experiment with your own recipes? A little bit mixed. So okay. my husband is American. So then I tried to do like some Western and, and I lived um, abroad for quite a number of years. So like I picked up and I really like Southern um, American food. Uh, no, that, 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 so American food, but from the South. Yeah not Southern American. Um, and so a lot of our cooking is that kind of like homey, like Louisiana, like, you know, just comfort food. Um, there are a lot of fried chicken. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> just like jambalaya. Or oh, you like, cook up a pot of gumbo at home? Yeah, like gumbo. Really? Or like, Interesting. Yeah. Um, bread pudding, uh, that sort of like those kind of meals. Um, um, I grew up Chinese, so there's a lot of Chinese. Um, I grew up Chinese, but I was also, so every day when I was in um, uh, uh, primary school, I would go over to my teacher's house, who was Muslim, so they're Malay, um, they adopted me. Um, and so I have a very uh, Malay palate. Uh, so we make uh, like masak lemak or like asam pedas or um, tempe, paru, you know, soup daging, you know, that sort of thing. Wow. Um, and, and yeah, we've attempted Indian a few times, uh, but that, that stuff is hard. Like it's very complex. Like, so that would be one of the experiments that like, it's like a 50-50, you know, like the other food I feel like, if I fail, I can still save it somehow. Indian is like once you burn the mustard seeds, like there is no coming back from that. It's, <laughs> it's over, guys. Yeah. So that's I mean, I would say recipes are mostly just we have like kind of like a base of what we usually cook and then um or whatever you like basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever So it could be a masak lemak gumbo with dim sum. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um uh, actually, that's like a lot of times my husband will have like uh, for lunch, we have like really easy food. So like I'll have like a fish soup and then my husband will have like um, a sandwich or like pizza or, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's, I mean, we're very intercultural muhiba. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't uh, discriminate. <laughs> well, there's Muhibah. a diverse palette over there in your family. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everything, but but you know what? I'm always amazed that your daughter Ella Grace eats almost everything you put on the table, like from greens to fruits to meats. Even you say that her favorite are chicken feet. Yeah, chicken feet, paru. Uh, what she asked? She's asking. Your daughter eats paru? Really? She's only five. Okay. Paru is like her favorite. There's this restaurant in. Um, this is like our number one restaurant that we've missed. Is this like little Malay restaurant in? Um, near Damansara Padana, and they make this like fried paru, um, and that's her favorite. I've been trying to look for tempeh, but it's so hard to find tempeh. She likes tempeh. Um, yeah, she likes... She oh, wait, likes this is sambal hijau. Yeah, sambal hijau. Like, this is how bad it is. They know her by name. Um, sambal hijau, and the other one's bawang merah in Subang Jaya. Right. Uh, so she walks in and like the ladies are like, hey, Ella sudah sampai. Because like, because like, she stands out, right? She's like that weird kid that wants to eat like the weird stuff that nobody else eats. Um, but yeah, I know it's been, it's been, it's been great. Like, yeah, we, we started her since she was young. Um, and that's, you know, as a child family development specialist, one of my big workshops is called Food Wars. And it's just, teaching your kids to eat um, authentically, wholly, um, from scratch and appreciating food. It's not so much like you have to eat this because blah, 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 blah. It's just really, she's a foodie at heart. Like, I wish you could see her face when like she approaches food. It's, um, but not in like an obsessive way. She just really appreciates it. She appreciates the chef. She appreciates the time that goes into it. She appreciates the farmer that has grown it. Um, and so that's really our philosophy that we've tried to take with her. Wait, how old is she again? 
she just turned five so she turned five during mco um yeah, yeah happy, soul, happy birthday ella grace the banners oh yeah <laughs> oh this is the sweetest thing our neighbors um so we've been under lockdown and really really strict lockdown because we uh she has a chronic condition um and so very very strict like we've not left the doors um, and so for her birthday, I mean, I could cry as a mom. Um, our neighbors, so we have a balcony that overlooks our swimming pool. And they all just came out and like social distanced themselves and sang happy birthday from the, from the balcony. She, they were like, come out to the balcony. And they all sang happy birthday to her. And then they, um, they dropped off, you know, like my little foodie, they dropped off lemons and apples and like just you know, luxury items during MCO. Cause you know, when you're like sending, cause you know, we can't go out grocery shopping so we haven't left the house. Um, and so when you are making your list for like the grocery guy, you know, it's like you can pick like 10 items, right? So like things like lemons are like, you know, luxury item, bell peppers are like luxury item. You gotta get the, the ayam first and the, you know. Uh, uh, so the essentials really first, yeah. Essentials first, right? The flour, like. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been, it's been quite, I would say it's been very special um, time for us. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think it's really your mindset, right? Mm -hmm. but, but let's get back to how did you teach Ella Grace to, to be a foodie, to, be, to appreciate her food, you know? from such we, a young age. She's only five and she's eating chicken feet and paru. I mean, like, I can't even get my, my daughter at nine to eat meat. <laughs> I think, honestly, it's your approach. I think it's your approach to, like, like for us, it's uh, we enjoy food and we enjoy, and um, I think more so than anything, it's the mealtime culture. So for us, we've never really forced her to eat anything. Um, we just we create mealtime as a welcome, as a respite. Uh, so mealtime for us is sacred. It's time to connect. We put our food, uh, we put our phones away. Um, we really take time to prepare the food. Um, and I think more so than anything is we've never ever sort of said, this is chicken feet, you shouldn't eat it. Like, okay. we've never sort of said like, try, 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 take one bite, ha ha ha, you know? Okay. It's just in there um and honestly like her favorite fruits food a lot of the time is stuff that we love um so my husband and i have this joke where i'm like i'm like i need to stop teaching her to eat all my favorite stuff because i like now i have to fight my four-year-old five-year-old for like my favorite foods um because <laughs> they really just follow whatever they follow your cue okay so i would really say um to teach little ones to um, eat new food is, do you even serve it? Or do you say, ah, this is not for kids, so I won't even put it on a plate for her. A lot of times that's what we do. Okay. We, uh, or, or they take a bite of it and then they, it's weird and they don't like it. And so we say, ah, no need to eat la, you know? Or, or they don't like it, you know? Yeah. Like uh, my husband um, <laughs> likes this vinegar. They serve it during confinement. It's like vinegar, um, vinegar pork like pork, pork trotter yeah, kind of thing trot, yeah. i'm like you know his entire life he's never eaten it like like much less seen like pork trotters like he's like to them it's like they only eat like filet but it's all pretty like they don't like even the bones in fish you're like what is this um 
well, like that's one of his favorite dishes. And it's just cause we have it at the dinner table and they take bites and they enjoy it. And, you know, never said, oh, you shouldn't eat this cause it's like feet. Um, you shouldn't, you know, it like circle, no judgment here. <laughs> okay. But, but <laughs> what if you, what if you serve it? Like for my son, I serve it and I, I ask, I urge him to try, you know, but he still mm-hmm. wouldn't try anything new. So there's two things around that. Um, one of the big things that we do and one of the big things that I teach too is it's called no thank you bite. Okay. And so our philosophy behind that is that um, there are some things that like Ella Grace will eat and it's like really weird. Oh, she doesn't like uh, mushy textures. So she'll eat chicken feet, but she hates mashed potatoes. Like she thinks mashed potatoes is like made of the devil. So, um, but what we do say is that her dad loves mashed potatoes, so we don't take it off the menu. So, you know, because she doesn't eat it, that's not fair to other people that we don't make it. But I'm not going to make another meal for you because that's... <laughs> Mama only has so much energy to make one meal, so Mama's only going to make one meal. Um, what we do say is that she does have to take a no thank you bite. And so what that means is that, one, I respect that... After the no thank you bite, if she gags through it and she's like, look, like that is really nasty, mama. And I say, okay, I respect that. You took one bite, you're done, right? So so I don't go back on my word because like sometimes what we do is oh. like, oh, they ate the one bite. So we're going to try to sneak somewhere in. Right, and that's right. completely unfair because then the next time we're like, I'm not even going to take one bite because like last time I took one bite, it became 10 bites. Yeah. Um, the second part of it and the more important part of it is again, our approach and our mindset. So we tell her, um, we do this because we honor the food that, that, that is there. We don't want to waste, but most of that we honor the chef. We honor the, the hands that have prepared this meal. Um, so you're taking this as a sign of respect, right? That somebody has taken an incredible amount of time to love on you and make this meal for you. Um, and so we take one bite and, and, and we always say it's okay if you don't like it because you know, we don't want her to just like stuff her feelings, right? We want to say, you know, take a bite. Um, and, and when she does take the bite, normally we say, and she loves it, sometimes she'd be like, because sometimes it's just, it looks weird and I don't want to try it. Um, and she ends up loving it. Then, then uh, she'll, now she'll even say it back to us. She's like, yeah, if you don't try it, you never know. Um, and so what we always say is like, you know, you try it, maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Um, and the other big thing about that is also when you're taking your no thank you bite is making sure that like, so if she doesn't like mashed potatoes, oh no, I actually, no, I'll, I'll be a very good example of this. I can like pineapples. Is there any food that you have discovered that you like as an adult that you didn't like as a kid? Durian. <laughs> and it's because you've been exposed to it again and again, right? Yeah. Maybe your husband hates it or your in-laws eat oh, it. Oh, my husband it. hates it, but my in-laws love it, yeah. Because your husband has good taste. <laughs> I, didn't eat, I didn't eat much durian when I was younger, but now whenever anyone buys durian, I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. And that's, so that's the theory behind the no thank you bite. You expose them again and again and again and again and again. Um, and eventually... Sometimes they start liking because actually for little kids, it can take up to like 30 bites for them to decide whether they like it or not. Hmm. A lot of times what happens with babies is they'll try the first bite and they always make a face because it's the texture. It's a taste that they're not used to. It's a, it's, 
you know, it's sour, it's salty, it's sweet, it's, you know, all these different things going on and they're making a face. It doesn't mean that they don't like it, it just means that they're exploring with it. Um, and so that's the theory behind the nose. Okay. So you got to respect them that they actually give it a go. It's a one and done bite, yes. one and done try. One, no thank you, bite, yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, because, you know, there are some foods that I don't like, but like, you know, when I was young, so I have asthma. So my grandma would always make me eat like all these sort of like awful concoctions, <laughs> you know, all these like midwife kales and you're just like, really like, what am I going to eat now? Um, and so I remember as a child, having been forced to eat stuff that I didn't want to eat, right? And like how awful that taste is. So it's like, why do I want to subject my child to this? That's, how, that's exactly how she feels about mashed potatoes or okay. uh, whatever it might be. So, you know, honoring that she's allowed to feel, Ugh, but then also saying that like, you know, one bite, one bite and you're done. And sometimes- well, In Belle's case, so how, so if, if Dylan doesn't like to eat vegetables now and then try just a carrot and then he, he doesn't like it- He wouldn't even try though. I don't know how, yeah. how I can get him to even try one Hide it, mouth. mash it up okay. and hide it. So, okay, if we take carrot- for example, right? Broccoli. One of the really big things that we also teach with children is um, broccoli or carrots can be served in multiple ways, right? You can grate it, you can cut it, you can make long spears, you can steam it, you can mash it. mashed potatoes. Yeah, you can, you can do, but, oh, but that, so that's the thing that we don't do. We don't hide food. All right, okay. Because, you know, that's a problem with puree a lot of times. Um, you don't know what you're eating. Yeah, you don't know what you're eating. And then uh, when you look at it, you're just sort of like, that's not a carrot. I'm not used to carrot looking like this. And then like now you said, but carrot's your favorite. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking, I'm used to carrot being mashed into lots of different foods. Oh, all right, right, right. One. Um, and so serving food for exactly what they look like. Having said that, we also make it a nutritious bite. So like in our pasta sauce, we put a bunch of stuff in it because you want like, if you're only going to take one bite, you want that one bite to be really nutritious, right? Um, that's for like parents with kids that like um, uh, may not eat in a big portion. Um, also eaters, remember, yeah. yeah, so like with, with Dylan, like uh, a lot of times what we do with Ella Grace, we talk about the rainbow. We talk about why it's important to eat the rainbow, why it's important to eat different colors. But we don't talk like, you know, we don't say carrots have better carotene and vitamin A and vitamin K1. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> a superpower helps you see at night. So, right. food. Um, so Ella Grace will very frequently say, green mama, I need more greens because it makes the soldiers in my body fight stronger. Because, um, you know, with coronavirus, that's how we've explained it to her, giving, allowing children to take ownership over things um so with coronavirus it's not so much to here's a scary virus i'm going to scare you into washing your hands instead i'm going to say here's a scary virus what are some things we can do um, to help protect us against the scary virus we can wash our hands we can eat um, stuff to build our immune system so instead of immune system we we explain it as the little soldiers in your body that keep you strong mm -hmm. and healthy and safe so um, needs to tell dylan that eating carrots will help his little soldiers yes yes well <laughs> i will try i will try or like you know does he like super heroes yes he does yeah 
so like you know it gives you superhero powers because it helps you see better at night yeah um, little things like that which you know you don't want to lie so okay. you don't never you always want to be honest um, but talk to them in a way that's age appropriate talk to, talk to them in a way that i want to be interested in okay. you know um i'm so glad we had popeye you, when i was younger because Popeye yeah. was easy. Kids don't even like Popeye nowadays. Yeah. They don't even know who Popeye is. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Fish, like fish, you know, a lot of times uh, what we tell her with fish is the fish helps your brain grow. Like, yeah. which kid doesn't want to grow up bigger? I <laughs> want to grow, right? Yeah. Um, but not, I think also being very careful around mealtime. When I say our mealtime culture is just about hanging out with each other, it's really about hanging out with each other. So we don't like, there's no lot of pressure to see how much she ate or how much she didn't eat. There's no like rewarding. There's no like, um, yay, she ate a bite. Okay. And then okay. so what happens from that is then it's not intuitive. So when they eat, they, they, they're like praise junkies. They want the praise. Mm. It's not so much I'm eating this because I enjoy this and I really tasted it mm -hmm. and it was felt good and I want to eat it again the next time. So if they spit it out? It's okay. It's okay if they spit it out, but they've tried it. Right. But do we have to like then cook another item for that for the child to eat, you know, because they spit it out? So what we do in our house is, I remember I said, I only make one meal. Like I, um, because you know what, you are not, or I, at least, I think on a child and family development specialist level and also on a very real mom level, like I am not her maid. Like I, I am not her short order chef. Like this is not, I mean, like if, if I had to cater to everybody's meal palette, like this is going to be over. What we do do is a traffic light plate. So a traffic light plate is red, yellow, and green, right? So red is food that I know that like she doesn't like mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. Yellow is food that I, so a traffic in a plate. Yellow is food that I know that she's like, ah, she'll eat, but she doesn't like love it, fish. So fish is one of those where she's like, eh, I could eat it, but like, it's not my favorite. And then green, she loves greens. She, she loves vegetables. So um, uh, that's the stuff that I know she'll definitely eat. So that's her traffic light plate. So I'll serve it to her um, all in one plate and it's up to her to decide how much she eats and how much she doesn't. Yeah. I know why Belle's concerned because we have a colleague who doesn't eat vegetables at all. <laughs> Are you worried that Dylan's going to be like, Hannah? Well, um, not really. I mean, if you, if you sort of serve it in a different way, like, re like recently, my mom fried, like did fried rice and had some beans in it, beans and carrots. Yeah. And then he just ate it because it was yummy. But I mean, yeah. if you let him see that there are green stuff in his plate, he won't want to touch it at all. I think also, so that like, so with that, you know, your chart has sort of gone, gone like this. Bring <laughs> it back, right? So making small changes. So, you know, when, she, when he ate that fried rice, I would say, you really enjoyed your fried rice today. Do you know what's in your fried rice? I have beans and carrots in it. I know usually you don't like beans and carrots, but they tasted pretty good today. And that's it. That's all I would, I wouldn't lecture anymore. I okay. wouldn't like, Oh my gosh, you did such a great job. Da, 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 da. Then, it, <laughs> then you're going overboard, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Then and also then the next time they'll use it as a weapon. Mm. So they'll either use it as like a, oh look, mama, I ate my beans and carrots. Like I'm amazing. Now what are you gonna do for me? Give me uh, something. <laughs> or 
you've made me mad. <laughs> I eat my beans and carrots because I want to tell you how upset right. I am. Oh. Um, and the other thing I was going to say about having to collect. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but but I mean, I see that you get Ella Grace involved a lot in... Oh, yes, that was it. Not, not only your cooking process, but also like, what would you like to eat today, right? Does that help giving them options, getting them involved? Absolutely. So what I would say is that like letting him peel the carrots, letting him cut the carrots, letting him grow the carrots, letting him go to the grocery store and pick the carrots, you know, introducing um involving them is a huge part of it right now we're growing bean sprouts because we have um a big craving for uh ipo sa ho fun <laughs> that's bell right there yeah, but bean sprouts are one of those where it's like you know um so anything that like so we haven't really eaten anything that's raw that we buy from outside or that like you know that can germinate um and so we uh, i was like surely we can look this up and so she's every day she's checking out our bean sprouts and she's involved in it and i know that she's gonna try it um whether she's never she, had bean sprouts before or yeah, she likes bean sprouts but it's it's a yellow it's a yellow so it's like she'll eat it but you know it's like okay. not favorite, but yeah it's like yeah you know she's like greens okay yeah um the other thing, uh, so yeah, when you invite participation, also think about like, is your kitchen accessible to them? Mm. So like for us, we're making sure for her, we, we set up wins for her. And I think we've talked about this the last time. Yeah. So making sure when you set up wins for your child is, so in the fridge, she usually has fruit boxes prepared already. So, you know, think about us as adults. We want to pick what's fast and easy. Right? A bag of chips is pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, cookies are pretty easy. Um, but if I have a box of cut up fruit already, and it has to be cut up. So a lot of times people say, oh, but like she knows I will cut up for her anytime. And I, I know, but like for me, even as an adult, you're like, are you going to pick the one that you still have to cut and clean and wait? Or you know, just pick the bag of chips because it's a lot easier. Mm. Um, making sure, like, setting them up for wins in that sense. Um, setting up, like, so in a pantry, she also has snack boxes, um, and and you know, like, she's got like some granola, some biscuit, some random seaweed. You know, so like, you have a choice. So freedom within boundaries. Remember, we talked about that the last time. So the boundaries is, I'm gonna set this up. I'm gonna decide what's in there. Yeah, she has. A within to choose but does she even have that choice is it accessible mm -hmm. am i setting in for her mm. um, so like for dylan it might be putting like little carrot sticks right um and maybe oh, that will be the day if he eats carrot sticks, <laughs> so carrot sticks i don't eat carrot sticks there might be a dip that he likes that he wants to eat the the carrot sticks with or it's um, cutting out the carrots in different shapes, but letting him cut it out. I'm sure he would love to do that. Yes. Um, Actually, I figured this morning, like, because um, he normally likes his cheese sandwich, um, but I have to cut out shapes for him. Yeah. But, but if I just give it to him in squares, he won't yeah. he'll just eat the cheese. He won't eat the bread. Yes, yes of course. <laughs> he has to, and if he helps me, he will finish it most of the time so yeah, i figured yeah. that out as much yeah <laughs> but it, 
such a bother to have a child in the kitchen with you and you have oh. to do everything afterwards you know like all the cleaning up that you need to do afterwards so again you know you set up wins for your child you also set up wins for yourself so what can i get her involved in that is going to let her uh not give me a big mess <laughs> what are some rules that we need to have okay um, around it? or even like you know oh so the other thing that we've done now I think it's like sikit sikit lama lama dari bukit, you know? Okay. We teach her little things now and it's really hard now, but like she's five and she makes her own breakfast. Which is mm. um, but was there along the way a lot of like pain and heartache and like broken eggs on the floor? She broke 20 eggs on the floor the other day and I was like, that's a lot of <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It was an accident. An accident happened, right? Yeah. Um, but that also means for, you know, seven days of the week, I don't have to get up very early because she makes her own breakfast. <laughs> Interesting. Hopefully we will get there. Now let's move on. Um, I noticed though, a lot of children, um, I think um, until a certain age, even 13, 14, they prefer to eat more carbs, like yes. rice, pasta, bread, potato. Is is that okay, you know, when they're still young? I'm 36 and I love carbs. Um, yeah, absolutely. So this is a myth that people actually don't realize, that kids actually need carbs, lots of carbs in their diet. Um, because that's what, you know, so when we explain carbs, when we explain white food to Ella Grace, um, we say it helps give her energy to play and run and dance. Um, so carbs are not a bad thing. The thing that you do want to do is that you know you have remember freedom within boundaries so you have a choice to say what kind of carbs are you serving whole fruit nutrient rich carbs you know whole wheat um uh she loves oatmeal in the morning so we have steel cut oats in the morning um and and so making little choices if, if you're going to do bread can you do whole wheat bread um uh, to, you want to also balance their fiber. So with very little children. So if they're one, I wouldn't do whole wheat because that's too much fiber for them. Um, but with like older kids, then fiber is great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, I would say carbs are fine. And again, remember we talked about eating the rainbow. Okay. That's really the trick. Like, you know, you have, you always eat the rainbow. And so you now, White is not in the rainbow though, right? <laughs> 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 it is crepes. <laughs> and, uh, it actually brings to a really good point. Um, we are all about moderation in our house. So like you will find junk food. Uh, she has chocolate chips. She has, um, uh, we made caramel popcorn the other day. So like involving her, watching the way the corn pops. So, and then like, so this is corn, a corn kernel when it's dried and then watch corn when it's a fresh corn. Mm. Um, just being sure about choking hazards. So you want to make sure for four-year-olds and under, you're not giving marshmallows, you're not giving things that are round, you're not giving popcorn because it's like soft. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was, that. Be, that's the only rule, like big major rule that we have around food. I think with just, my first child with Danny, I, I didn't allow her any sweets or chocolates or anything like that until she was much older. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. But with Dylan, oh, he was introduced to chocolate like when he was 
two years old, I think, and now he loves chocolates. I'm recording right now, Danny. <laughs> Notice that I did this strategically during nap time. Oh, okay. <laughs> She did tell me that she was going to come in and, you know, speak to Uncle JD after her, after <laughs> she's done everything. But I'm like, I forgot about it. <laughs> it's all good. No, no, no. We're, we're recording right now. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Now let's move on to our next question. Now I understand that Ella Grace actually has a medical condition and may require different kinds of you know, nutrition to sort of nourish her body. Um, what advice? Um, will you give to parents with children who might have a medical condition or an allergy to get them to eat well or, or, or eat specific foods that they are allowed to eat, you know? So a big thing, I'm laughing because she just did this yesterday. She has, um, so she can have limited amount of dairy, mm. but she can still have dairy. So the other day I was making something and somebody, I was on the phone with someone and I said, yeah, you can choose to have this or this or this. And she said, well, yeah, but I can't have that much dairy. Um, so, cause dairy is not so good for me. And I just thought that's brilliant. That is, that is respectful parenting at play. So a big way of, of, of doing that is letting them take ownership of it. So she explaining to her, um, you know, not just not just taking it out of a diet, but explain to her why we take it out of a diet, um, or how how it makes it helping her notice how her body feels when she eats those things. Um, so with her, she gets like a really awful rash. We were doing; um, she has to take daily medicines, and we ran out of applesauce. So what we did was we started, and it has to be mixed into food. So it's one of those medicines that like it's not water soluble. So to, you can't eat it straight up because it's literally powder and it's like awful and you just gag through it. Um, and so as we mix into something, and usually we mix it into applesauce and we ran out of applesauce. Um, and remember how I told you like in my MCO list, like applesauce was very hard to find. Luxury, yeah. <laughs> yeah, luxury item. And so we started giving it to her with her ice cream. Like we gave her a spoon of ice cream. And so um, it, I was like, a lot of ice cream isn't gonna hurt. Well we are in week seven now so like one intense week of ice cream every day she started breaking out into rashes because of all the dairy and so she was like mama I think no ice cream today I think we need to look something else. I know she, she mixed it into peanut butter and jam. So she made like a little peanut butter jelly like concoction. Interesting. So that was again a, a really good way of her taking ownership over her conditions. Mm. Um, noticing how her body feels when she eats those things. Noticing how um, having conversations about it and, and, and really acknowledging when they say, but I really wanted to have that. I'm saying you really wanted to have that. You're having those hard conversations because a lot of times I think as, as parents, you feel so guilty that they can't have that. Right? Yeah. You feel so guilty and you feel like the, and you're like, and, and, and on some level you also, as a mom, you're just like, did I do that? Like, what did I do to give her this condition? It was my fault, right? Yeah. My fault. Maybe it was something I ate when I was pregnant. Yeah. Maybe it was like, I like walked too near the microwave all life. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
So my, my daughter also has a heart condition and then you're just like, maybe I didn't eat enough hearts when I was like, like, what did I do? Like, how did I do this? Uh, or you have like to eat more hearts? Oh my God. That's quite scary. Just like me. Uh -huh. uh, that's like, and our asthma is pretty bad and it's get, it gets triggered by processed foods. Uh, certain foods just like really triggers it and you can see like both of us will start like, so we cheat, but we cheat all the time and we have it every once in a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and we notice how our bodies feel and then, you know, and talking about it, but it's not restricting because if you restrict, um, they're going to find one way or another to have it. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, so the reason why I tell you the asthma story is because, you know, for me, it's hereditary. Um, asthma, eczema, all this like skin conditions. And so it's like, it literally came from me. <laughs> um, so then it's realizing also like dealing with that guilt as a mom um, and then talking to her about like what I do as when I have to deal with my allergies, really giving them ownership over it, I think is so powerful. Okay. Now, what is your philosophy when it comes to nutrition for children? Everything also can lah. Everything in, moderation. Everything in moderation. Well, that is my, my philosophy as well, yeah. Yeah, everything in moderation. Eat the rainbow. You try your best. Um, teach them about what they're eating. Um, it's about the mealtime, not about the food. I think that is something that gets so missed. And we're Malaysians. We're all about the makan, right? Yeah. Uh, we don't give that to our kids. Like, look at a kid uh, eating their first meal and the entire family just watches the kid eat. Right, and I, I like that does not feel good immediately. I associate eating as a performance, and yeah. that's how it is. Think, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're guilty of that still. I think we let the kids eat first, and then only we eat. Yeah, and then and like, who wants to eat alone? Like you know, when you eat alone, it's never fun. Um, and so let's eat together as a family because then what they're gonna do is they're gonna look forward to eating mm. at meal times. Yeah, meal time when like mom and daddy put their phones away, they're really checked in, they're really present. They talk about like fun things you got to do. Mm. Okay. Um, since you've been cooking up a storm, is there a foolproof full recipe that you can share with us that is a balanced nutrition meal that most children will like? One of my favorite, like we call it kata mama hacks on my Instagram. One of my favorite kata mama hacks like, is we always have like, um, uh, you know those tortilla wraps mm -hmm. in our fridge and we always have frozen shredded cheese. And so you can always make quesadillas. It's so easy to make. You just put it on a pan, put the wraps, put the cheese, cover it and you're done like toast it and you're done on the pan. Um, and, you know, because I'm Kata Mama, we can have, we add, sometimes we add uh, some frozen chopped spinach. Sometimes we add uh, ground beef. Sometimes we add uh, veggies. Sometimes we add chicken. Sometimes we add leftovers from last night. You know, there's always different interpretations that you do. I remember Ella Grace is, um, so she she can have a little bit of dairy, but not too much dairy. So if the cheese is bothering her, um, we put hummus in it, or we can put um, sometimes. What do we do? Yeah, we do hummus. We do pesto. Um, just different variations of whatever that you but like that the wraps because it's toasted and it's warm. It always like it's always a hit. And so the other big cut up on my hack is like you cut it. 
you cut it into bite-sized pieces. So I think a lot of times parents don't think about how you're serving stuff that you want it to be like easily, easy to eat. Um, portion sizes are also so important. Um, kids and adults, your stomach is the size of your fist. So a lot of times we're saying, oh, my kid's not eating very well because you've given them like a giant bowl of porridge and asked them to eat there and they're full. They're literally full. Um, and you'll notice that with a lot of kids when they start throwing a tantrum, it's because they've told you I'm full, I'm done at least five times already. And like at the fifth time, that's when they take the bowl and just throw it across the room in case you didn't notice. I <laughs> or they're standing in high chairs or they're like uh, running out, you know, because they do tell you in multiple ways. It's just whether you're paying attention. Or not. Again, it's all about respect, right? Respect, yes. So I did want to, I did want to give you this gift before I um, ran away. Okay. Um, just this, so I am the queen of acronyms because I'm a mom and I have mom brain. And so the only way I can remember anything is through acronyms. All so right. if you're listening to this, this is a time, this is the goal. This is where you take your pen and paper and you write this down. Um, and it's just rainbow. So R is eat the rainbow, right? So as many colors as you can explain the rainbow as um, little soldiers that come to fight and what they are, not necessarily um, in a way that's age appropriate. A is allow choices. So traffic light plane, you know, you can eat as much as you want, um, but I have freedom within boundaries. You can have this or that. I choose what your this or that is, your breakfast boxes, your snack boxes, your uh, fruit boxes. Um, we don't hide food. So always allow choices. I is invite participation. So menu planning, grocery shopping, preparing, cutting your little cheese sandwiches together, um, growing green sprouts, gardening, urban gardening. This is a great time to start a balcony garden because that's all you can, that's, you have all the time in the world now <laughs> to do a balcony garden. Um, uh, making sure your kitchen is accessible, accessible so learning towers. Um, so uh, learning towers are little stepping stools that are strategically made for little children to be able to um, help out in the kitchen because they're the guard to make sure that they don't fall over. Okay. That's very, very important. So making sure that you are safe while you're doing that. Um, N is a no thank you bite, which we talked about. So yeah. just, um, they only have to take one bite. Um, and we do it as a sign of respect to the chef, uh, to the hands that prepared this, uh, an appreciation. Um, no thank you bite as also because if you don't try, you don't know. And that will also lead them to a lot of things down the road where it's just, you know, let's try this idea. And if, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's okay. But at least we tried it. Mm -hmm. um, or it might work and it'll be amazing. B as bring it on. Uh, we, we, we sort of talk about this um, and it's just to have fun. So in our house, when it's non-MCO, it's 90% like whole foods, great foods, amazing foods, healthy foods, 10% fun. Um, but during MCO, it's like more like 80-20, um, uh, 10 being the wine. <laughs> um, uh, so 80-20, because usually what we say is you keep your house as sacred as possible, and then all their fun comes from the outside, right? Like their fun foods and all stuff but we still want to have moderation in the house when I say bring it on like you like allow them to have chocolate allow them to have um the fun stuff uh, mm. uh the other day but then also being like 
Kachamama about it. So, you know, I'm going to make a banana bread. Um, I'm going to add some chocolate chips in it because I love chocolate chips in it, but maybe I'll add some chia seeds in it too because I'm going to make the bite nutritious. Um, I made some homemade um, organic berry jam the other day because she loves peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll make the jam and at least like it'll be healthy. Well, she didn't touch it because there was not enough of sugar in it. So she was like, that's terrible, mom. Like that is that is <laughs> That is, that is sour and awful and like no one can eat it. So what I did with it yesterday was I made oatmeal bars with it. I'm surprised everybody ate it. <laughs> so, you know, but it, I made it into a dessert, mm. but it's still relatively healthy, right? Okay. So putting it on just means like letting them have Maggie Mead, but watching out for choking hazards. Always one pot wonder. This is your hack for like MCO, which means that like your kids are allowed to eat leftovers. Like a lot of times people are like, they think that you have to make a new meal every yeah. meal. Like people go insane trying to do that. Um, but most of them, that one part wonder is like your best friend as a mom. Uh, so like I make like a huge batch of pasta sauce. And so well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to freeze some pasta sauce later to make pasta and uh, spaghetti meatballs for an easy night. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take then take that same pasta sauce and layer it um, and make lasagna and freeze it. And that's going to be another meal. Then I'm going to take the leftover pasta sauce with the leftover bechamel sauce, mix it together and um, put it with some pasta. And now it's a creamy pasta bake. Uh, freeze it again and then I'm going to add some beans to my pasta sauce and uh, some cumin and maybe a bit more meat and I'm going to call it chili. I'm going to crack an egg in it in the morning and I'm going to call it shashtuka. I'm going to put the pasta sauce over some toast and um, uh, cheese and we're going to have like loaded uh, toast. Yeah. Right? Okay. But this is, this is like pasta sauce but can we do Chinese? Can we freeze Chinese? Yes. Uh, Tao Yu Bak is great. Like, I'm trying to think like Tao Yu Bak, fried rice. Um, I freeze a lot of veggies. So like when veggies come, I freeze it so it makes an easy meal for me to cook with just fish soup. Like I told you about the fish soup. Uh, the other, uh, well, um, uh, saucy, anything saucy, you can always freeze the sauce and then add the protein later or add the veggie later. So yeah, lots, I, I also freeze rice. This is like college survival skills, guys. <laughs> Marie. Yeah, but to a lot of um, the older folks, you know, the older yeah. ladies, it's like, oh no, you can't take stuff that are from the freezer. It's not good. It's unhealthy, especially not for the kids. My house, my rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, survival. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, so the other thing about the pasta sauce is because pizza dough, mm. like so then the base of the pizza, which which kid doesn't like pizza? And if you don't even want to make pizza dough, you use tortilla wraps. Yeah. The one point one, and the last one is W, which is welcome. And uh, this is the most important thing. If you forgot everything else, W is welcome, which means your table always needs to be welcoming. It's always about the meal time, never about the food. That's it. It's a rainbow. Um, mealtime as a culture. Nice. Thank you so much, Rachel, uh, for, for sharing that with us. I'm going to try all these new tricks with, uh, well, they're not really tricks. They're actually quite uh, useful tips on, uh, on my son. <laughs>